One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombus donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once, it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United, United States, States veterans. veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro, Pro wrestling. wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one US military vets talking. Pro wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets. Sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome, Welcome to the, the No Shave Men Cave. Now, your hosts, Ellie Chair and Jay Tilly. Good day. It is hump day. Welcome to the No Shave Man Cave. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, happy Husband Appreciation Day on this 15th day of April 200, 2023. Yes, sir. And welcome to Ellie Jair. And Jay Tilly. In the Man it's Cave. It's February. Oh, my goodness. I just leapfrogged a couple of months. I'm so excited. I can't wait for April. <laughs> That must be, that's what's up, man. I am ready, and uh, it's great to be in the cave, and I am psyched to talk about how Monday Night Raw went, man. What do you think? Yeah, man, I, it, it was a decent show. Um, I have a lot of problems with some of the stuff on the show, too, which we'll get into as we go through the recap. Right. Uh, there was a lot of baffling decisions that I don't get, and just standard WWE stuff, which I'm curious uh, what you thought of it, and then I'll, I'll yeah, we'll get into it, because... Uh, yeah. Matter of fact, it even opens with one that I'm just like, what? This doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, almost was, like they were just trying to fill stuff. Yeah, they were like, okay, we've got three hours. That's 180 minutes. Yep. And we have four matches planned, and that's 12 minutes. So Yeah, and you know three of them were under three minutes. <laughs> right, yeah. And, and it's three of them were squash matches. Yeah. But yeah, so the show opened with Becky uh, in the ring, and she thanks Lita for helping her in the, in the cage match. Uh, and I did appreciate the fact that she did a callback to like, Hey, sorry, I was kind of weird last year. I was in a weird place or whatever she said. So I'm like, okay, little, you know, little WWE, not forgetting that she tried to fight her and now, okay, cool. Like I was in a bad place. Right. Uh, and then she, which another awesome thing I thought about the promo is she admits to the fact that she had kind of lost focus and she wasn't focusing on winning a title or going to WrestleMania. She was focusing on all the wrong things. Mm-hmm. which was cool to hear that. I'm like, all right, so you're acknowledging as a wrestler, you should be focusing on the titles all the time. So that was cool. Yeah. Then Bailey's music hits. Mm-hmm. Bailey comes down to the ring and they get into this. I'm better than you. You're better than me. Uh, Bailey said, you know, I've def- defended SmackDown and raw titles at WrestleMania. And then Becky hits her back with, yeah, but I headlined WrestleMania. So a little good back and forth, which is fine. Like I, I thought the feud was over with the cage match like that. Usually a cage match is a good blow off for a feud. Obviously, it looks like they're going to continue this one going. I hope they're not going to drag it all the way out to WrestleMania because nobody really wants to see that. I mean, not that they don't work well together, but I feel like they're really dragging this one out. Yeah, it's, it's uh, one of those things where you're like, okay, it's like a set of tires. You're like, okay, man, <laughs> the tread is gone. Yeah. Yep. 
what can you do? You had a cage match. You had a botched cage match. You've yep. had some other stuff. Um, you had some decent matches on some pay-per-views. Um, Bailey came back from her injury, had some more great matches. And, you know, I like kind of like maybe what you're thinking is it might be time to move on. But yeah. what I think they could do because they're, they acknowledged she was in a weird place. They acknowledged um, that she just wasn't thinking clearly and they're going to be in Montreal. Yeah. So you've already brought out one legend. You're going to be in another legend's hometown. So that, that's going to get into something that I was going to bring up at the end of the show when they get into that. But yeah, where was Tristratus? They advertised her. It said yep. she was going to be there and then she wasn't. So yeah, I agree. They could bring that up. Uh-huh. And I still think the play is uh, Lita, Becky and Trish versus damage control and Bailey. But uh-huh. I feel like they should have built it this Monday. 100%. Are they just going to announce it at, for Elimination Chamber or are Elimination Chamber they're going to have something go down and they're going to set that up for WrestleMania? That might be the WrestleMania match. However, yeah, I, I don't I don't know if they want to do a WrestleMania 6 or you know a 6 man or 6 woman because you got the tag team titles and you got that's Ronda Rousey not doing anything. So it's like yeah, that's what I was yeah. going to say. You don't want to drag it out that far cuz like you just said, now you've eliminated the fact that Ronda and Shayna are going to go for the title. So it's, right. yeah, I think they're going to put it on Elimination Chamber. I just don't know how they're going to get there unless they do something on Friday, um, mm, yeah. which they could do, and they or they could just announce the match. I, I don't know. It, it feels like something that should have some build. Or something happens backstage, Trish is visiting, and then all of a sudden that's like, that's it. I'll see you in the cage. And Or Adam Pierce, because, yeah. you know, like Adam Pierce, he, uh, he accepted. He accepted Becky's challenge to make. Oh well, yeah, a fight. that's make a Yeah, that was the other part of the opener. Is then Bianca comes out and says all this talk about the title, but nobody's talked to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that if you guys want to chance the title, you should go against me. And I'm like, what? Why? Yeah, like it, I don't understand. And then he makes that that main event match, and I'm like, what? What are we yeah. doing here? This doesn't even make sense. Like, why would Bianca want them? I, I just, the whole thing didn't make sense. It really frustrated me. Yeah. I just, I didn't understand why Bianca would come out and go, well, Hey, I, I want more competition, put them in. But before they go in, they have to beat me. It yeah, boggled my mind. I, yeah, I agree. I, it's, um, it's one of those things where you're like, okay. <laughs> and again, it kind of goes back to how we were talking about, you know, you've got 180 minutes. You had like nine minutes of wrestling and three other matches in the note. A main event. I mean, you had some other matches and stuff, but that's yeah. how it felt. And what? Well, yeah, I don't. And that brings up another point: is so he makes it the main event. Okay, well then, as a booker, what was your main event gonna be? You know, if if you're on the spot making this your main event, okay, so you now you're telling me which when we get to the card rundown, it, it ends up being the Boogs versus Miz. So that was your scheduled main event? Like, yeah. really? I, I just gets, yeah. What gets pushed down the card in order to elevate your main right. event like come on man. yeah it just it, i don't hard, know and, and again hard subject to change <laughs> it's it just with the, whole, the bianca the whole thing with bianca saying oh, i want to fight them both why why would you do that going in i it was just frustrating yeah when so yeah that, I, that yeah that whole opening promo thing like i appreciated some of the stuff becky said i appreciated the back and forth and you know where even where she made the comment about you were sitting at home with your peg leg while i was out here carrying the division but I just, I didn't understand the Bianca Belair part. Like if they wanted to continue the feud, they could have, if they wanted to do a match between the two of them to get in the chamber, do that as the main event and then have it end in a DQ. So neither one make it, or right. there's so many other things they could have done. And I, I just, it was just frustrating. Not, not that the match when we get to it wasn't great. It just, yeah, I have yeah. a lot of issues with the match to itself when we get to it also. Just, just getting there was frustrating. Cause you're like, right. You know, you've got three amazing talented women who have main evented pay-per-views before, you know, Bailey having done a NXT Brooklyn and Bianca has done, uh, did a match with Sasha and then you had Becky main event WrestleMania. So you're like, you know, they all can, you know, consider themselves like the ring general, like sloppily piece them together when it should be super clean because they're, you know, they're all former, they're all top tier talent. Yeah. hundred yep. percent. Yeah. Very, very weird. Yeah. 
yeah, it was, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, like I said, I liked the, the concept of the promo and I liked what they got too. I just didn't like the outcome of the promo, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, like 100%. I was okay with Becky coming out. I was okay with Becky thanking Lita. I was okay with Bailey coming out and saying, you know, I, I, sh- you're, you and I are, you know, you're not better than I am. Oh, that's fine. If they're going to continue mm-hmm. the feud, that's fine. I just didn't like the final outcome of it personally. So yeah, then I, we've, yep. Sorry, go ahead. No, sorry. I was going to go off tangent. Thank you for saving me. <laughs> I thought you were, or I wouldn't have taken a drink of sip of my drink. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. So then we get the Judgment Day uh, in the back. They talk about Emanation Chamber, and uh, uh, Priest talks about how he's going to own the cage, and Dom makes a comment like, yeah, like how I own the yard in the, in the prison. I thought that was really good. I, I enjoyed that line. Oh, man. Uh, he gets I like the whole, here. Yep. And, you know, for all the uh, if if parents are listening <laughs> to this on the drive to uh, the school, you know, please, uh, please mute five, four, three, two, one. Total chicken shit heel. Unmute. I like. He is slowly becoming a Eddie Guerrero esque. Just oh, just you watch him, and they're doing it right. And I don't know what they're going to do with Dominic's character. You know, because eventually you, they're going to have to mend that bond between father and son. And then, like what I envision, you know, a couple years down the road, uh, Mysterio retire, Ray retires, and Dom gets his mask. So it's yep. like eventually you got to, you know, the the bonds that tie have have to be, you know, fixed. But yeah, <laughs> his yeah the one liners Priest was really really strong in his yep. uh, in his promo. And I think the judgment day is just like building steam, building steam. Yeah. And, you know, I, I thought it was going to be a flash in the pan when edge bounced and, you know, the I think they just edge, got stronger. Yes. hundred percent. And I like yeah. how edge acknowledges that it was his fault. Why we have judgment day. And every time he yeah. thinks about it, he gets upset. So yeah. the, that match and um, Beth Phoenix looks yoked like as good as she did you know during her uh her you know main event days and uh you know her gear looked good last night she looked in fantastic shape and edge looks um not like he's what four matches away from being done with the wwe yeah, or five the rumor four or five so it's i'm really excited about what the uh what this match is going to be so yeah so yeah, that got to kind of the end of the next match because it was the uh, Judgment Day versus Street Profits and uh, decent match. Um, Street Profits look good, man. They they're both uh, getting strong in how they yeah. perform. I think so. Watching them, um, yeah, there was the it was a moonsault, I think, or a suicide dive over the top rope by Montez Ford to Damian Priest, and oof, he landed like almost didn't get caught. It was close. Mm-hmm. It looked rough. It uh. It made me go, oh no, that's gonna not be good. Yeah. Oh, it's okay, cool. You're yep. hoping he, you know, kept his chin tight and um yeah, super like yeah, both of the uh the street profits, they look great. They're building them as a strong, like number two tag team. Yep. That may or may not have some like chinks in their armor. So when they do decide to go their own way, they're both individually strong unlike you know some of the great tag teams how you know hawk never had a indi- you know individual run right hawk and animal right um, you know but to uh because i i'd hate to see dawkins and montez feud just because they seem they seem so tight to to have them feud afterward i don't but yeah i thought yeah. they looked good i thought the um the judgment day looked great too so it, that was a good match. Yeah, I almost hope that if they do split them up, it's like in a draft or something, so they can kind of go their own way. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then as like if there's like Survivor Series or something, they get together, they're still friends and they're still together. Right. So if they're going to split them, split them in like a draft or something. So yeah. that's how I think I'd like to see it. Yeah, that's but yeah, that's a good call. Uh, ended yeah. with uh, a nasty looking. Uh, well, he hit him with uh, hit Dawkins with a sling blade. About uh, Balor did. Then a brutal looking drop kick to the corner. Mm-hmm. Man, I was like, woof, that looked rough. Obviously, he didn't get hurt. Rolls into position for a coup de gras. Boom, one, two, three. Uh, judgment Day win. 
they put the beat down on him and out comes Beth and uh, Edge to make the save. And she's got Dom in the ring again, getting ready to get that clam slam. And mm. mommy shows up. <laughs> Man, Damn. she uh, she makes a save and uh, the men in the crowd rejoice. Woo. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All of us. Yeah. Did, so man. she comes in and makes. Yeah. And then hits her with the riptide and leaves Beth in the ring and uh, Edge consoling her and they walk up the ramp. So I uh, kind of covered, you know, basically what we talked about with when you talked about uh, Edge and Beth already. So that's how that one ended. Yeah. It the, is what uh, it is. It's extending yeah. the feud. It's setting up for the match, yeah. which I appreciate. Yeah. And, and I think uh, Rhea and the um, Judgment Day continue to look strong, building a, you know, the grit couple. They, yep. you know, and, I, and that's like the, the perfect story how like i'm always talking about how a match starts they feel each other out someone works from underneath and then you have the comeback and uh this is because now you're like oh well edge and beth are gonna get get even well i don't know because Rhea's going to wrestlemania yep. you know what what role is dom gonna play in it and um you know i yeah i i love the way i love the way this is being orchestrated this is this is yeah. great great storytelling i think if anything you'll see edge edge pin balor is how i think it'll go down wow uh, it's just that mm. that makes the most sense because you're not going to have i mean i guess you could have Rhea pin beth and have Rhea look extra special strong because she's beaten beth mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know it could go that way i guess yeah um, i think if they do that you chip the cap or you chip your you know chip the you know your pad that Rhea is definitely going over at WrestleMania if you have yeah. Rhea pin Beth. But then if you have Beth pin Rhea, you're like, wait a minute, this is this is supposed to be the women's world champion. Yeah, I don't, and, I don't see, I don't see a booking where Beth pins Rhea. I don't see it, that as an outcome at all. I see it. It's either going to be, yeah, it's either going to be, I think, either Edge pinning. Balor or Rhea Penny depends if you're going to keep the judgment day strong. Yeah. My guess is you have Rhea pin, um, Beth for the end. Maybe Dom gets involved or not. Yeah. We're totally going down a rabbit hole on a podcast. Where we say we're going to talk about later, yeah. <laughs> which is our predictions for elimination <laughs> chamber. Yeah. The problem. Maybe, maybe we should, we should let, let's stick right to yeah. raw. So yeah. we don't give away some of this stuff with the, with the, get the pencil for later. <laughs> That's my, uh, pencil and, uh, impersonation <laughs> yeah no great match it ended and uh great pop a lot of heat good stuff beat down looked good so it was good uh we're yeah. rolling for that uh, obviously commercial break and all that good stuff and we come back and it's brock lesnar and lastly contract signing is what it is uh i did like the yeah. twist with lesnar going or uh lastly going yeah i'm not coming down to the ring you come up here and he set his own table up and you know then uh so brock he taunts brock a bit and brock finally is like I did like the fact that Lashley made a point to say, every time we've been face-to-face in the ring, I've beat you. And I'm like, is Ooh. that true? And I'm like, oh, it, it is true. He yeah. has. When it's just been them one-on-one, he's beat mm-hmm. him every time. I'm like, all right, that's that's true facts right there. Yeah, way to, way to lay it out. And, um, you know, the you know, are you going to put the Hurt business back together so you want to keep building this new iteration of Brock Lesnar is yep. – great storytelling good like i don't want to say comic relief but sort of upper mid card fodder because lesnar still you know he still moves the needle so that's still fun to see him coming in and you know sort of yucking it up with everyone yeah um are you are they foreshadowing something if the the bloodline crumbles now Heyman is free to do stuff and does he go back to Heyman and, or does he go back to Lesnar and go, Hey, Oh, I'm, um, you know, you, you need to be the reigning defending undisputed heavyweight champion. Yeah. And we need to get you in a card with, uh, or we need to get you in a program with Cody, but then you have someone like Gunther walk up and then, you know, that whole one thing rivals. But yeah, I think, uh, they're building Lashley to be, you know, a lot stronger. And this is what, 15 years removed from when it should have happened. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little bit. Yeah. When they're both in the prime and the top of their game. Right. And I think this will be, I think this will be a a big fun 
fun match. And like the 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 boys over at uh, what culture say is uh, there's going to be some big man meat slapping around. And uh, yep. I think this is going to be a fun, fun match between, you know, their power moves, the suplexes, the F5s, the hurt lock. Oof, man. I, I just they've done it all. Like, so that was my only complaint is I think we've seen every iteration of this match. Even the, yeah. didn't they do a no holds bar version? So to me, yeah, that, yeah, that's true. I'm like, okay, we've seen this before. Now I'm glad they're doing Elimination Chamber because I mm-hmm. think that's going to free up Brock to go after Gunther or Brock to do something else for Mania. And I think mm-hmm. it also frees up Lashley to maybe reunite with the Hurt business and do something. Mm-hmm. At, at So we'll yeah. see. But um, yeah, contract signing taunts Brock a lot. Brock tries to, you know, brings the con. He said, you bring the contract to me. And as he's on his way up, here's the hell out of security. But ends up getting speared and dropped on his head uh, on the ramp by Lashley, who signs it oh. and tosses that at him. Yeah. And uh, next up was Piper Niven versus Meechin. Uh, not much to say. It was a three-minute squash match. Yeah. Piper Niven looks great. I'm glad they got rid of Do Drop. And yeah. I'm glad they're letting her be her. I don't know if you watch any of her stuff from – I think she was in oh, NXT yeah. UK mm-hmm. and some of the stuff she did in the UK. And that stuff was – she was really good, and yeah. I, I I like the fact that they're – so we all know Vince McMahon, and we all know why it was Dewdrop, and it was – you know, he's he's Vince McMahon, right? She, she's mm-hmm. not your bombshell blonde, super skinny, super athletic looking, but boy, right. is she athletic, and she can go. So Yeah. Uh, some of her matches from the, the British organization she was with, it'll come to me in a minute. It's like – It'll come to me in a minute. Yeah. Um, the matches that she had, she would do some some uh, cannonball moves and some stuff off the second rope. And I was like, oh, go, girl. So, yeah. yeah, it's good to see a little bit of her personality, you know, changing up her gear, you know, letting her kind of go back to her roots. And uh, I'm not sure about the, like, the face paint, like the... Yeah, I didn't you know, get that like, either. Um, like a, I don't know what that's... It looked, it looked too much like Braveheart. Yeah. Like, so. Yeah. I don't know if she's going to be in a parody for WrestleMania, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I I agree. And I'm a huge um, Mia Yim fan, so I was hoping she'd get some more offense in. And, she's been just a turd uh, yeah. floating in the toilet since she's been back. Yeah. I'm a fan of her too, but man, I just, yeah, she hasn't really done a whole lot. Yeah. I think a little bit has to do with the Good Brothers. Um and uh, AJ, his his leg is all jacked up, so yep. hopefully he'll be back soon, and they'll they'll start building building it back up. But then, since they're not in a program with the Judgment Day, you know what what do you do with with their yeah. talent? And uh, yeah, I haven't so seen the Good Brothers on TV in a long time. Yeah, this. So, uh, um, yeah, I, think since, I heard they did main event. <laughs> They've been yeah, shuffled off like the that, main yeah. event. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, oh, that you know, you it's not because by choice. It's just creative hasn't yeah. had anything for him so hopefully they'll they'll play or even if they do some backstage stuff with uh wrestlemania that'd be funny to yeah see them you know do some of their shtick and get ready for you know sort of the wrestlemania is the season finale and then you know we'll see what we what we end refresh. up doing with them yeah what we end up doing with them for 2023 so yep but uh, then we had the recap of what happened Friday. So that took up about 15 minutes or something yeah. ridiculous. And then, uh, rolls into, so this, this next part, I, there, I had, I liked and I didn't like, so we'll go through it. Um, I'll go through all of it kind of together and then we can talk about it. Okay. So we do a recap of the, uh, Baron Corbin JBL and how, you know, JBL, you're, you're trash. I don't want you. And so, and I forget, I forget the interviewer's name, but she's back there interviewing Baron Corbin. And she goes, oh, wait, wait, as he's starting to talk, we have something important to do. I was like, oh, that's cool. And they cut to the ring, and it's Sami Zayn coming in, which I was like, okay, cool. And Sami gets in there. He goes, I'm not here to hold up the show. I just need to talk to somebody face-to-face. And he calls out Cody Rhodes. And they cut a pretty good promo with each other. Um, It Almost as Roman Reigns puts it it, it in his response. I don't know if you saw it or not. He did a response on Instagram. Mm -mm. And basically, they do a, a pep rally for themselves. (laughs) <laughs> and Roman's Instagram thing is like, if you've got to do a pep rally to fight me, you're not ready. And I was like, oh, yeah, you Ooh. way to go, chief. <laughs> yeah. But so they do, a, you know, 
Sammy asked him, he's like, did you mean it? Did you really think I could beat him? Cody, uh, yeah, I said it. I meant it. I think you can beat him. The question is, do you think you can beat him? And in an interesting twist, I thought Sammy saying no was like, okay, why would you admit that? But then he goes into detail with it, and he talks about how he's been in the trenches, and he knows his tactics, and he knows the bloodline gets involved, and all that other stuff. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Like, I can see why, um, why in his head he's up against the odds. Right. So they do their promo cuts to commercial. And I think we get like a little, if I remember a little snip in there of like Nikki, Carmela and Oscar talking to each other and some do with Candace LeRae and I don't know, something short. It was whatever. Like it wasn't, I think in my notes, I put yawn. Like it was one yeah. of those like, okay, I can go get a drink in this. But then we go back to Corbin who's standing there still in the same position right outside of gorilla, which when they did it the first time, I'm like, that's an interesting place for it, but I love mm-hmm. it because he starts talking. Um, I did like the fact that he brought up the point that he's the last person to beat Brock or to beat Roman Reigns. Yeah. And I was like, is he really? I like, was like, that's that, kind of cool. That's a nice touch. And again, like what Becky did, what the WD, WWE used to never do is they wanted you to forget because it's right. that 24-hour news cycle, but yet they go back to it. And I was yep. like, that I love that. That is awesome. Yeah, I I really appreciated some of the, and I, I think it it it's probably a lot of Triple H, but even with Cody there, maybe he's uh-huh. you know given some behind the scene things. Uh but I love I just I absolutely love this. So he's doing his interview, he talks about that, and then he goes off on Cody Rhodes being entitled and how Cody, you know, gets hand gifted a WrestleMania spot and gets hand gifted number 30 in the Rumble. And he's been given all this stuff and that he doesn't care about Cody and he doesn't care about his brother, which I think is cool that he talked about Dustin because some of the yeah. rumors are out there is Cody wants Dustin at WrestleMania Ooh. to be in his corner. And from what I understand, AEW is like, okay, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't yeah. know if Dustin's contract's up or not, but anyway, he talks about it and he's like, and I don't even care about their father, Dusty. Well, right as he's saying that in the background, which makes sense coming through Gorilla, is Cody Rhodes. And mm-hmm. I'm like... That is such a neat way to have the, the th- one of the things I hate about wrestling and we talk about white culture, like their pet peeve and you've talked about it. Yeah. Like if I'm talking about something and there's somebody standing like right now on our video screen, if there was somebody mm-hmm. standing right off screen and I started talking trash about him, oh my gosh, where'd you come from? Like, and that's what the interruptions just look like right. for him to come walking through the, the uh, gorilla area the way he did. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, why wouldn't he be coming through that door? And for him to even stand there and like listen, he takes off his watch, and I'm like, oh no! Oh, and then they start no. bawling. I was yeah. like, oh great! But then, then this is the part I had an issue with. I get, I don't know, maybe he's a VP at WWE now too, because suddenly he books a match with no notification, no nothing, gets a ref out there and books a match. Yeah, I had an issue with that. He's like, all right, refs, come with me, and takes Baron Roman and smashes him in like two minutes and pins him. So yeah. the part I wanted to pick apart was that, like, I liked everything leading up to the fact that he could just make an impromptu match. Mm-hmm. and not even like because sometimes you get the impromptu match, like i'll fight you later tonight okay like you can kind of start buying into those because okay mm-hmm. i went to tony or i went to uh, papa h and said hey i want this match tonight book it but this is like on the fly he literally pulled him through gorilla and yeah. said so I, I think in my notes i put vp cody makes match and i was like like yeah. that part i had a problem with what uh so during that part what i wrote was uh do you want the truth and um, cause I was waiting for Corbin to like get into something about, you want the truth? I am the wrestling God and like try and build yeah. himself back up. And, um, the crowd was, was really good. They were really into it. Um, great energy. And then I started like, cause it was kind of like droning on and off, on and off. And I'm like, what if we're being swerved and I'm, I still keep mm-hmm. going back and round back around what's going to happen with elimination chamber and WrestleMania. And then um, I I think I picked up my phone and then I heard, get a ref out there. And I was like, oh, Cody's, uh, you know, I guess he's got enough stroke around WWE. But, you know, you just had Becky, Bailey, and Bianca in the ring. And you needed Becky to tell Adam Pierce to, uh, I challenge you to, you know, make a main event. Yeah. Like, hold on, man. It's got to be the same. I get not everybody's treated the same. Everybody's treated fairly. But, like, yeah, I just, that 
Yeah, and, that's and swerved me. You know, not swerved, kind of uh, like, okay, well, I guess, you know, I, I, my suspended belief can only go so far, right? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And and don't get me wrong, like, I, I thought, even though it was a squash, those two actually have pretty good chemistry together. Yeah. Like, I almost am like, I would be okay with assuming Cody runs at WrestleMania, which I'm mm. pretty sure he will. I'd be okay with, like, a Cody Baron Corbin feud going forward, even though he squashed him. Yeah. You could go back and say the reason he squashed him is because he jumped him from behind, which he did. Cody yeah. heel style almost jumped him from behind. Yeah. I wasn't but, ready. I wasn't yeah, ready. Yeah. I, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Or, or even the fact that you jumped him from behind, made a match, and then, you know, Baron could even go back with, why was that match even legal? Like, nobody set that match up. How could that have been legal? Right. So I, I could see that becoming something which would be cool i actually they like i said they had pretty good chemistry and was it me or did cody look jacked oh my gosh i don't know whether it's i don't know what it was different maybe it was the fact that he was in his suit and he i, I don't know not to you know man crush on him but i was like damn that dude looks trim like yeah like he ain't, he, he's not eating a carb in six months or something yeah he uh he told the story during the uh, royal rumble press conference he hadn't had sugar in a couple of months and um, he he looked in really good shape at yep. the uh, Royal Rumble, and he's kind of been on the circuit doing a bunch of interviews. So I don't know, like, yeah, whatever whatever he's yeah. doing, he you know he looked he looked he definitely looks the part. And uh, seeing him carry the new, he's golden, like the opposite of me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I ate all the carbs he needed for that time. Period. Yeah, he must be mailing uh, whatever weight he's dropping <laughs> over over to my place. So yeah, it off, man. But it was um, it was it was a good spot, a, a nice strength building position and uh, piece of business for Cody. Yep, yep. And I I was just over the moon impressed with the him walking through Gorilla and not just being the Invisible Man. Yeah, off to his right, and then suddenly you say something about him and he's here. Like mm-hmm. I, I appreciated that. I, I love that it was natural feeling and and smooth. I thought that was really really really. Like a lot of props to WWE on that one. That was really smooth and really yeah. well done. Great, great uh, production. You know they, you know all the all the matches are really good, but the back backstage pieces just seem like okay. I got to fill. Okay, you got six minutes to fill. Yep. And go. But yeah, you're right. The timing was really good and good. Uh, again, a good piece of business. Yeah, there was there was another tidbit of good business later on in one of the other backstage promos that I'll talk about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next was the six women match with uh, Nikki Cross, um, Carmella, and Asuka versus oh, uh, Liv, Raquel Rodriguez, and oh my gosh, uh, I'm part. Uh, I'm totally drawing a blank on her name. Nightheart. Nightheart. Yeah. Natty. Yeah. Yeah. It was okay. All I've got is Asuka just kicks a lot of ass. Yeah. Because <laughs> she did. She went nuts. And I love that she even turned on her. Like, it was perfect because. My thought going into it before they started is why would they all team together if in four or five days right. they're going to be at each other's six days, I guess they're going to be at each other's throat in the chamber. And so then when Oscar turned him, I'm like, Oh, that makes sense. Like, why would you not try to beat everybody up and I put thought- uh, live in some nasty arm bar and, and then got the win for her team after she kicked the crap out of her own team. Yeah. I thought someone, I thought someone was going to go after Raquel Rodriguez's arm. I thought Liv was going to get thumped and then everybody, it was just going to be an all out melee because they are, you know, they are all booked for elimination chamber. Yeah. So, um, as I was reading or as this match was on, um, the, uh, the allegedly in me kicked in and allegedly there are a couple of surprise, uh, ideas being sprinkled around by Papa H and one of them may be the return of the glow. Mm. So that would be interesting. Naomi comes back. But I think if she comes back, that would be a cool story if they could, if she could somehow try and keep the bloodline together. Right. Or if they're going to keep her completely away from it and repackage Jay and Jimmy as main event Jay and you know, something, but they'll yeah. probably be off for TV for a while. But yeah, I kind of went off into La La Land during that match. Cause I, it was kind of like a, again, fodder. Hey, we need eight. You got eight minutes. Yep. Everybody hit their spots. A uh, lot, a lot of natty screaming. 
Yeah. And then uh and then Buzzsaw engaged with um with Asuka. Yeah, that was yeah, she like I said, kicked a lot of ass. Yeah. Kicked a lot of ass. I mean she beat the hell out of everybody. It was great. I like yeah. to see that old school Asuka tear through everybody thing. I love that foo dog look that she's got. Yes, and the, the, the murder clown paint. Man, yeah, look she looked yeah, she looked great. All the all the all of them look, you know, hit their spots, look good, look like they're ready. Oh, yeah. And uh yep. I think Elimination Chamber, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yep. And then uh cut to the back. We've got uh Otis and um Chad Gable there, and Otis is eating a hot dog, and Chad knocks out his hand and it hits uh the maximum male models in the face, and <laughs> they decide to start recruiting Otis. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know why. I laughed my ass off. It was such a stupid backstage segment, but I, I got a big kick out of it, even to the point where he's like, where Chad Gable's like, oh, this is a nice business card. You know, I'd do some, I'm like, man, this is great. Yeah. So yeah, I enjoyed that little, little yeah, whatever it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking Chris Farley on Saturday Night Live <laughs> you know, with Patrick yeah. Spacey. Well, and then again, there's some, <laughs> some long-term, long-term book in there cause, yep. or long-term storyline because there was a time when Otis was with, was it Liv? No, he was with um, Mandy, Mandy Rose. And they had, yeah, they had that uh, weird thing at, uh, you know, their weird relationship. So, yeah, I thought that was, I thought I don't know. I just got a, I got a big kick out of that. Just yeah. Otis is like, mm, yes. And he's got mustard in his beard. Yeah. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, funny. Yeah. And then as the end of that, uh, Bronson Reed walks by and just kind of looks at them both and rolls his eyes and walks on to go squash another squash. Actually, this one. I wouldn't call it a squash per se because it actually went longer than I think some of the other matches. But uh, him mm-hmm. and Mustafa Ali, uh, it was a pretty good big man versus small man fast match. Yeah, but Bronson Reed is impressive. Yeah, he, that guy uh, can he, go. Yeah, he was he was very very disappointed. He did an interview. He's done he's done a few interviews um, even before he came back to the WWE. But he's done a couple since he's gotten back, and he did one where he said he actually took offense to uh, being released without even really begin, even being given a chance to defend the North American title. So he drops the title a week before he gets released, and he goes off and does some really, really good work. When he was in the Grand Prix in New Japan, he looked phenomenal. Yeah, uh, He did some indie shows, and he did... Uh, one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. He may have showed up at... I don't want to throw companies' names out there, but he showed up he at another Impact company. For a while. That I was going to say Impact. I yeah, I think he was at Impact sure. for a while. But and you know, great and yeah, uh, the River City WrestleCon that we went to, the one where you bugged out a little early. He uh, and James Storm was the main event of that match. That one, that the, the last day. So Edie <laughs> and I got to sit there and watch him and James Storm have a hell of a match yeah. for a little little IndyCon convention. Yeah. They put on a, a hell of a match and. James right Storm kind of promo the, after talking about how great Bronson Reed was going to do and that he didn't know where he was going to go, but he's going to be a big star wherever he goes. And yeah. they hugged it out. And that was pretty yeah, right, cool. Right there at the Duval County Fairgrounds. Yep. Man. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. James Storm, he's doing some good stuff. He, he just posted some stuff about, uh, he's doing movies and TV yep. and stuff. And dude looks yoked. Yeah. He Jeez. and I talked, uh, at that con for a little bit. Yeah, uh, about like the movies getting ready to do and everything in a veteran. It was cool because we got kind of got those early passes, so we got to go talk to him. Uh, and if he's listening, we talked for like forty five minutes. So <laughs> inside baseball joke because every time yeah. I tell the story, she says I increase it by five minutes. So yeah, but yeah, it was kind of neat to just like have that almost like one on one time. Matter of fact, uh, signed a beer bottle for me right up there. Oh, that's yeah. We were yeah, just talking about the beer yeah, bottle. I was like, wait, 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 wait,
Is that to a- Jason from James Storm, and it was a beer bottle he had just finished drinking out of. Nice. So, yeah, the yep. little uh, tip of that cap to uh, beer money. Yeah. So, yep. Very so, great, really cool great dude. Team. Yeah, it was neat to see him at that. And uh, I know we're kind of going off on a little bit of a tangent, but you just see the announcements on who all is going to be there this year. You've got the Soraya. WrestleCon? Yeah, Soraya. Oh, yeah. Brian Danielson, Abdullah the Butcher, um, Rob Van Dam, Kurt Angle, JBL. They announced somebody else. Just, oh, I guess Abdullah the Butcher was the one they just announced, which I was like, yeah. hmm, okay, that'd Brian, be cool. I'm looking forward to seeing Brian Danielson. Oh, you're uh, going to be in Mexico, remember? Oh, my God. Keep you're going to miss this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wanted to see Sergeant Slaughter with my, uh, yeah, you can't see my uh, you know, yeah. uh, America's Championship. Wanted to get a photo and a autograph with him. So, um, man, yeah, we gotta we gotta hit the hit the hit the streets next time we get the uh, get the orders from the Sarge. So I'm rocking yeah. my uh, Sergeant Slaughter shirt today. Hello, maggots. Yeah, I've just got my four faces of Foley. Noise. So I I was hoping that uh, they'd make that announcement. I'd love to see Foley. Oh, that yeah. Fun. To be honest with you, like all the people there, I'm like. Uh, it'd be cool. Nobody was like Bret Hart that one year. Like I, yeah. that was the first time that I like fanboyed out. Matter yeah. of fact, uh, he signed the Simpsons figure right there. That's for awesome for me. And then he signed that NWO baseball card that you got me. Oh, right on. So yeah, you probably can't see that on the camera. No, I can see it. Yeah, but yeah. So he uh, that that was out of all of them that I met. That was kind of cool. Like it was yeah. kind of cool. Like that. I don't, I'm not a pay for autograph kind of dude, but that was like, mm-hmm. all right, like it's Bret Hart, man. <laughs> Got to do it. Yeah. I thought like, you Oh, said Ted DiBiase, that- I think is going to be there too. Million dollar man. That was oh, the other geez. person they announced. That'll be fun. Yep. Yeah. He'll, if, uh, if he's near Sergeant Slaughter, they would have some funny stories from, uh, oh. like the, the late 80, early, early mid eighties. Uh, yeah. Like the Missouri Valley stories and stuff. Yeah, that, so. I, he's one that I'd probably matter of fact, I've got a sign. There you go. Sign million dollar man hall of fame right there. Oh, geez. So we got that too, but, uh, that'd be cool Dang. to, to see him again and get him to sign something else. Yeah. Um, I'm big on one of the things I want to do totally going off on a tangent here is all the things I've had signed, um, uh, that personally I've had signed with the, uh, wrestlers, including like the eight by tens and stuff I've got all around. I want to get yeah. a frame with two eight by tens of them sign them signing or their, their signature plus me meeting them. Like I've got the Lucha brothers and all that other stuff. So, which also, yeah, they signed those figures. <laughs> oh yeah. WrestleCon That's was cool. good to me last year. So yeah, that was, uh, yeah, I can't believe I bailed like that. And you had a lot of luck with, uh, some of the AEW yep. shows too. And, uh, yeah, that's super awesome. So. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I met Cody, Cody Rose there and mm. talked mm. to him for a little bit and that was cool. Got a picture. I think it's my personal Twitter picture yeah. so yeah so if I you're really looking a, for me it's, yeah. it's mine that's me and cody yeah me my and cody best friend. yeah i uh <laughs> i have such a problem with traffic that uh it is spilled onto my son rylan where he's like you want to get out of here I'm like it's the third quarter like <laughs> so we ended up leaving i think there was about 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter of the giants jaguars game right and uh i missed a lot of it a lot of the comeback stuff. I saw Danny Dimes make a, a long run, and then we got up and uh, we were out and at home. And I live in St. Augustine. We were out of the stadium and back home in like 40 minutes. I'm like, I totally messed up. We could have stayed. Yeah, it would have taken an hour yeah. and a half to get out of there, but it w- it would have been worth it. So I need to yeah. embrace, we did the same thing embrace the suck for uh, what was it? Double or nothing. At Daly's place where they did the stadium stampede, you're like, oh, I'm just gonna leave. And then oh, here yeah. they are. Like, I got to see, you know, Sammy Guevara yeah. almost run over somebody with a golf cart. And yeah, I think I'm if you watch back the pay-per-view, like I'm in the background <laughs> yeah. and you left. And I'm like, what? And what? as I'm walking out, I see Sammy like darting behind, hiding behind a golf cart. I'm like, Yep, getting ready. Oh my god, <laughs> I can't believe I'm leaving right now. What a jerk. Yeah. And then same thing oh. with when I met Cody, you had left early that night too. And uh, you were like, oh, I'm going to head out. And I think they were doing a rampage taping and you'd left. And I'm like, dude, Cody oh, like hung out right. with us. They were going to do, um, they did his like birthday party or something. Gave him a cake. I don't remember exactly dude, what that's it was. Right. You're right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then you're you like, oh, I'm just going to head out. The big show. And stuff. <laughs> yep. Yep. 
you're like, yeah, I'm just going to head out. I'm like, dude, like, this is cool. Nice. And then sure enough, Cody, like, cause I know you're a bigger Cody Mark than <laughs> I am. So yeah, I like to rub that yeah, one in your I face. Have a, a I have a uh, poster of Cody. Let me uh, real quick grab this. So I'm going to add, I got to add another uh, poster to the collection. Okay. After WrestleMania, we'll, uh, we'll do some side-by-sides. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, um, yeah, so I, I want to get a photo of Cody with his blown out pack. Oh, and, uh, okay. And I've got to finish the matting on that one and then uh, add his <clears throat> Superman, uh, Supermania. What? Uh, add his WrestleMania because I've got a spot right here that I'm going to put a couple more posters. A shrine some, of Cody. Yeah. <laughs> I've, got, little, I've got some too, actually. A little deity. Yeah. I think I've got like three or four Cody figures behind. I've yeah. got the one with him in the belt, the winged belt. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you can see him behind me. I got his first blood match. Oh yeah, with his brother. Oh yeah, that's a really AEW cool, championship yeah. one. A, yeah, yeah, that's a cool series. So okay, so but, back to yeah, Raw, <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> so after that commercial break, uh, talking about our man cave. Oh yeah, and then I had Bret Hart. Anyway, no, we'll go. <laughs> uh, Talk yeah, about so wrestling and stuff. Yeah, yeah, hey, as the outro says, we might get lost, but we'll eventually come back to yeah, it. We'll come back around. That's okay. We're going to blow through the rest of this anyway because yeah. there's not a lot rest. Uh, a lot of it happened. Uh, anyway, yeah. So Bronson Reed squashes Mustafa Ali. Strong match. Um, I do think Reed looks strong going into the chamber, which uh-huh. I'm. I would be okay with him putting the belt on him and strapping him up. It would be okay. Yeah. Then we got Miz TV and Rollins' silly little boots. <laughs> yeah, the door of the Explorer boots or something. I'm like. <laughs> Wait. And when he gets Miz TV going, and I like how Miz goes, all right, first thing I do is, what are those? I popped. <laughs> I yeah. laughed so hard. I was like, all right, you got me on that, Miz. Yeah. It was good. And it almost like got Rollins. So it was almost like he wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. I thought that um, was good business, especially for the Miz, because you yep. could you could see more of his personality. And you're yeah. like, okay, he may he may not be main eventing for a little while, but there it wasn't that long ago that he they put the world title on him. Because they were kind of in a bind. Yeah, he even and, said it in this promo. He yeah. he headlined WrestleMania once. Yeah. So and yeah, that that's pretty much what the promo was. He he tried to talk about Logan Paul and Rollins squashed yeah. it. I don't want to talk about Logan Paul. Yeah. Uh, which obviously they're going to have their WrestleMania match. But um, yeah. So went back and forth. Then he talked about uh, Austin a little bit, and then the Miz brought up Logan Paul again. So Rollins just went straight heel in my opinion like almost like Miz was the face in this cut yeah. this cut here and uh yeah went off on him beat him up austin pops up behind him stone cold no, i'm just kidding wrong austin he uh does whatever <laughs> that goofy move uh austin does a town down yeah a town down and uh yep yeah, so rollins gets to his feet super kicks Miz, stomps him and then leaves so you got, you got Miz in the ring so here's another issue i had so you got Miz laid out in the ring mm-hmm we cut to the back and it's Boogs oh, and Elias man. talking. I uh, I oh man, I am so into Boogs now, man. See, I told you, you made you gave him a hard time like three or four episodes. You're like, oh Boogs. I'm like, dude, so he's sorry great. to clap. I apologize. He's oh my god. So great. Rick, Rick, and they're they're building Elias and Boogs just yep. like oh man, when he slapped Elias. I would love for them to be a tag team and go for the titles. Like that was great. So but funny. I mean they didn't do a whole lot, but what what I thought was good business is in the background of them talking is the hurt business. Yep. So it's it I I got a Clemson. I didn't have you know I don't know why I got DVR. I could have paused it, but I definitely saw MVP and it looked like Benjamin and I thought I saw Lashley too. I'm not sure. I probably could go back and watch it. I was probably completely wrong, but whatever. But definitely like, and I noticed it last week too. Like in the background, they're starting to add stuff, which I think is cool yep. to kind of tie things together. So yeah, to to connect everything from it to yep. next week to wrestling story to you know get them into the next program so I, yeah exactly I, I like that touch yeah so uh then we find out it's boogs versus miz and they're oh my god miz is still out but when they come back the carpet's gone and miz is still laying in the same position i'm like wait so being there live you saw him get up get out of the ring then remove the carpet him call back and then lay back down yeah yeah just leave the carpet down next time yeah you know it's not a big deal because boog squashed him in like a minute uh and impressed me with his strength. I love how he's curling the Miz, and then he presses oh, him over the head, slams him, boom, one, two, three, done. Yeah, I think that it was, was two great, minutes. Man. But yeah, uh, yeah boogs down. Yeah. Like it was great. Between Madcap Moss 
now being the number one contender. Yeah. And Big Rick. Um yeah, I think uh to get yeah, I'm I'm in. I'm <laughs> I think I'm that's next, out. <laughs> I, I think that's the next shirt that I'm gonna go grab is uh that'd be a good one to my L A night yeah. Uh, Those two need to cut a promo together. Yeah. Oh my god. Ooh. Let me talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So quick match. Then we got a Chelsea Green Pierce stuff. To be honest with you, I don't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> it was I, very quick. I didn't even. I, think, I didn't even write it down. Well, the only thing I wrote down was so dumb. Like because yeah. the stuff last week was funny because it's like they're building her to be the the Barbie Karen. Yeah. of the or Karen. Yeah. Yep. And um, then this week just seemed like just a total swing and a miss. So. Yeah, I agree. It was eh. yeah. I don't even. I don't even. I don't think I registered what they said. The only yeah, thing I could see coming out of it. Boobs. I was born and bred to rip and shred. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Oh man, he's my spirit animal. Oh, he's great. <laughs> only I'm I'm ripping. Ripping bread and shredding cheese, cheese, and making yeah. grilled cheese, but he's he's not eating any grilled cheese. No, no, yeah, he's awesome. I'm boogsing yeah. out here, I'm boogsing out. <laughs> yeah, was, he's great, man. I, I really enjoy him. Oh, uh, back to the Chelsea Green thing, though. I'm curious if they're building, they're treating her the way they are for Matt Cardona to come in and kind of, oop, I just bumped my table for Matt Cardona to come in and and be like, why are you treating my wife this way? And maybe, yeah. I mean, he's obviously not going to feud with feud with pierce but like mm-hmm. he could come in as her savior or yeah i don't know yeah and that's what i was thinking too for um the uh i don't know if you caught any of the nuff said the nwa uh pay-per-view no the no nope. it seemed like because uh matt cardona didn't lose the nwa title he had to give it up because of uh because of injury and uh tyrus was has been walking around with the title because he he beat um I believe he beat Murdoch, and uh, so it just seemed like okay, gotta close the chapter, move forward with the NWA. Yeah, because I saw Bubba Ray challenged Tyrus. Yeah, yeah. So that'll that'll be the story for that, and uh, so now Matt Matt's not in a in a program, and then like you, we were we were talking about the other day that Matt Cardona backed off on buying the rights to Zack Ryder. So yep. there could be something and, and not like if you're an independent wrestler and you've been in the WWE before and you were or weren't treated a certain way and you're seeing how Cody's being treated, you've got to think, yep. okay, there is a great chance that I'm going to walk in the door, be an upper mid card on probably make lots of money. Yeah. And uh, he's, you know, yeah, so having Matt come back as Matt Cardona, not as Zack Ryder, just like um, how Cody acknowledged during the match where he did the the Stardust, as if to say, "All right, he's Stardust is gone. I'm no longer yeah dashing dashing Cody Rhodes. I am the American Nightmare, and uh, you know he's here to stay." So I, I think that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome to see. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Uh, then I think I missed somewhere in there, but I think we had Beth and, and Edge recapping that they got beat up. I don't remember. Because then we had the Judgment Day recapping that they beat them up. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay. We had a lot of recaps in the show. Then we had a recap of what the chamber is. Mm-hmm. Then we had a recap of the Sammy Cody promo that happened two hours ago. Yeah. But then we get to the main event. Why? Well, I, I just I have so many problems with this one. So... All three in the ring. Cool. And, and so I want to get this out there. I thought the match was good. They did a good job. The story built in and around the match, I had a lot of problems with. Right. I thought the three women went out and did a great job. They had some good chemistry. They're hard hitting. I don't want to downplay that. I thought they were great in the ring. Uh-huh. I think different circumstances, different story, all the bullshit aside, this would have been good. I have so many questions though. So I'm not even going to run through the match. I'm going to ask you the questions to see if you can help me. Yeah. So the makeup point is saying it's no DQ. Hey, no DQ rules are in effect. 
why why didn't they take advantage of it? So if they want to be in Elimination Chamber so much, even further than that, why didn't Becky Bailey just go, okay, let's just beat the sh out of Bianca to where Bianca, she can't get yeah. in the ring. Then we just go one-on-one and see who wins. Yeah, and then and that we was my can first settle question. it amongst ourselves. And That was my first question. Yeah. So yep. they've, they've had, you know, Bailey and Becky have showed the ability to use chairs, kendo sticks, um, you know, take the uh, take the pads off of the turnbuckles. Yep. And that, I mean, nothing, nothing. So, yeah. I've, yep. Interesting stipulation and then not used. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. yeah well, and then and then that was my thing. Okay. Well, now you got damage control coming out. Okay. So why didn't they just all three of them beat the hell out of the two? Yeah. Why did they just stand around the side of the ring? I'm like, oh, this so frustrating. Like, so frustrating. Then I don't understand why the other women in the Elimination Chamber came out. They had no, and it's not even like they came out to fight anybody in the ring. They came out and went after damage control and then fought amongst themselves. I'm like, what the frig is going on here? Yeah. It was almost as if they just wanted to get everyone on TV again. Well, just, yeah. And there was no like real purpose. It was just like, yeah. hey, we went short in some segments. We've got an extra six minutes to fill. Yep. And we already know who's going over. So here you go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, common. I know this is a stretch, but common sense wise, if you're the six women in the elevation chamber, you don't want another person in there. So why did they come out and fight each other? Why not jump out of the ring and just beat the hell out of Bailey and Becky? Right. And let Bianca win. Like there was just so many problems I had with that. I, uh, yeah. It didn't, uh, it was almost like an afterthought. And later on, you know, someone in creative is sitting there going, oh, why did I do that? That was that was a complete whiff. I hope I hope that's what they're thinking right and, now. Yeah, well, and I know traditional WWE mindset is, oh, we need to have a big brawl leading into whatever the main event is. Yeah. But they didn't even end with that. They ended with Bianca. Uh, well, I think Becky hit the manhandle slam on Bailey. Backed up right into Bianca, who hit the KOD onto Bailey, and then pinned, uh, pinned Bailey. I think it was yeah, Bailey. Yeah, and I'm just like, so for a minute there, I thought, oh, she's gonna manhandle slam her, cool KOD onto Bailey. Maybe she's gonna let Bailey win, like you know, pin Bailey and Becky's in. I was like, oh, that's cool. But then she pulled her off and she pinned her. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I, I just didn't get it. And I think that's goes back to my AEW WWE bias, like. Not all the time, but more times than not, AEW, there's a pretty good why. You can kind of get to the why yeah. on actions. Like, it makes common sense. This is a prime example of WDB not making common sense to me. Again, yeah, the match mystery. was good. Yep. Yeah, the match was oh, good. They, it's just, like, athletically, oh. uh, their gear, the the chemistry, the sequencing, Um the yeah. story they told in the ring, yeah. other than the dumb shit stuff, uh, was great. Yeah. I just I had a big issue with the nonsense that went with it, and, mm -hmm. and it really it really distracted from what I felt was a pretty good match. Mm -hmm. It, it really, yeah. I, I don't know. Again, the match itself, like the three of them, could main event WrestleMania together. I think. Yeah. Triple threat, cool. Have a good time. The from the the, the beginning of the match or the beginning of the show to this gave me a lot of what the flip mm -hmm. are they doing? Like what? This doesn't make sense. Yeah. So whereas unfortunately whereas, that's how it ended with. Yeah. Me. And like, you know, to talk about like Friday night, whenever you, what they do is they'll have a piece in the, in the front of the, the start, the show that whether it's in the back or a pull up or whatever, usually it's the blood like, bro, and I've got a question. Uh, you know, I don't have time for questions. Right. And a little bit later on, um, you know, Roman sitting there with Heyman or somebody else in going into the second hour. Wise man. Oh, yes, my tribal chief. Question, question. All right, guys. Hey, go to the bus. Go eat. I'm going to go handle some business out. And then in the ring, it makes sense because it was right. I'm, here's what I'm going to tell you. Here's what I just told you. And then, you know, they sum it all up in a nice package that you can take home happy. Like, oh, okay, cool. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, this I, uh, made no sense. And and I don't want to get it like I don't want to confuse. I like I like a story thread that's 
through a, a, like you just said the the story of the bloodline throughout all of Friday night was great. Yes. Uh, Wednesday, the story of MJF, he was a main focus. So that's str- all the way through. This was a storyline of beginning and end. Cool, but the story didn't make sense. Yeah. And just like I am with my work life, everything, I, I always like to know the why, why behind stuff. And mm-hmm. I've realized, like, as we've started doing this and I've started to, I'm, I'm not an analyst. I'm never going to say I'm an analyst, but mm-hmm. I've started to, as a fan, analyze and look at it analytical yeah Yeah, and look at it so i could talk more about it instead of just jumping and going oh that was cool like i've noticed i like to know the why behind my wrestling like why did Mm -hmm. so-and-so make this move why did so-and-so do this because for me it's more fun to dig into it and try to get the background of their characters and 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 look at that stuff Uh this this one just can i it just it hurt my brain because none of the whys made sense there's there's yeah. no reason anywhere in this story other than let's put these three on and then have the people that are going to be in the elimination chamber come on. Yeah. That made sense to why this should have been on the show. Yeah. And so at, unfortunately after the, the after fact or after so like cause and effect, right? So because yep. Becky and Bailey didn't win, I'm thinking, okay, well, that'll get them a match at Elimination Chamber. Maybe that's a blow off match. Or they're like, oh, you cost me this. Oh, you cost me that. All right, that's it. Damage control. And they this will all play out and in yeah. Montreal. All right, damage control against. And then Becky's going to be standing there like, hmm. And then Lita will walk up. I had your back before. I got your back now. And then uh, Trish will walk up. Not in my hometown. And then everybody's like, and then yeah. they get the WrestleMania moment and a paycheck. Oh, yeah. I. I'm not sure. So, and it, it it left. So to wrap the the this show up of us talking because we've gone over an hour. Um, unfortunately, so I'm very conflicted on this raw. Uh, yeah, I think if the goofy wise stuff hadn't happened, I'd actually probably rate it almost three and a half to four beards. I really enjoyed a lot of it, but I have such a problem with the beginning and the end. Even the squash matches through, I thought had sent up like yeah, like my why. So the squash from of Mitchin made sense because you're 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 making um, Piper Niven look strong. Yep. Boog's squash in the Miz makes sense because it ties into what talked about before. Mm-hmm. The Miz show made sense because you're talking about Logan Paul, so you're tying that like things tied yeah. together. The Judgment Day stuff made sense because you're trying to make them look strong. Like everything mm-hmm. except for the beginning and end of this show. I just had a big issue with it. So it did. It dropped it down to, yeah. I would go two and a half, three beards. I wouldn't give it a full four or five. Yeah. And, so. you know, kind of, kind of what we were, what I sort of mentioned about the package that I get to take home and I want to be happy with. I was not mm-hmm. happy with it, although I did get to see uh, Mia Yim, uh, Michin, and uh, Cody a couple of times. I've sadly, Dos El Beardos, two beards from uh, Ellie Jair. Yeah, and it's funny. I think I ranked this one higher with a two and a half. Yeah. Because um, I, and I, I think the only reason is because the Cody thing, the interruption coming from Gorilla, love that. Didn't like him making an impromptu match. Love the impromptu match. So yeah. actually, I'm going to go three. Yeah. I think I'm going to go three mm-hmm. beers because I think some of the good stuff I really, I, again, mwah, chef kiss to the Gorilla thing. Is the move. I love, like, that right there, I think gave it the edge because that, the promo with Sam and Cody was okay. But I just love the setup and the production of him coming through Gorilla and interrupting an interview made sense and it made a purpose and I love that. And I think yeah. that that just kind of gave me that little bit of extra to yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Yeah, I'm gonna go three. I'm gonna go three beards. Oof. Yeah. I uh you know, you you uh you kind of swayed me a little bit because no, 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 Cody... I mean, I no, no, no. I stick with your rate now. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> no, I mean you you pointed out the good stuff, you know, with uh with Cody and the timing and the promo, um, good piece of business in the ring. So I'll, I'll give it two and a half, two and a half beards. I never thought I ranked a WWE show higher than you, but there was some <laughs> stuff on the show that I really, yeah. really admired and really enjoyed. Yeah. And, and like I said, now that I'm being a little more analytical on how I look at things in the wise, like yeah, most WWE shows, the wise don't most WWE shows are like the beginning and end of this show. Where yeah. I'm like, what the flip is going on? <laughs> Why would this happen? But, Right. this one actually everything between the middle and the end i can yeah. go follow the bread trails and see where this could lead yeah. to so there it is man well th- these bread trails lead to the end 
of the No Shave Man Cave Monday Night Raw review on this Hump Day edition, 15 February, not April. Uh, <laughs> happy again, happy Husband Appreciation Day. I hope all our husbands and uh, are doing well and safe and uh, looking forward to having you back in the in the No Shave Man Cave when we meet uh, very, very soon to review Wednesdays. AEW. So on behalf of Jay Tilly, I'm Ellie Jair. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you on the floor. You've been listening to the No Shave Men Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at No Shave Men Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on The Floor. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.